Hey everybody, it's Erica Flint and I am here with Maureen Banyan. And Cal gave me the permission to actually start the episode and, and ding his bell here today. And we're going to have a lot of fun, aren't we, Maureen? Uh-huh, we sure will. Yeah, we so sure will. this is Hypnosis Etc. And I'm here with the fabulous Maureen Banyan who has booked millions of dollars worth of hypnosis sessions and uh, hypnosis training at the Banyan Hypnosis Center. And Maureen, you know, Cal's been a uh, hypnotist for 20 years. That must mean that you've been doing this for at least yes. 20 years, right? Well, Cal's been teaching for about 20 years, but mm -hmm. we have been in the business for about 24 years now. 24 years. Yes. Yes, congratulations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when Maureen, she speaks at the National Guild of Hypnotists, and her topic at the National Guild of Hypnotists is always packed. And part of the reason is because there are some ways that people are going to book new hypnosis clients, and Maureen is the expert on that, and a lot of other things, like how do you answer the phone? How do you talk with clients? How do you get them to come in and work with you? So, Maureen, that's what I want to talk to you about today and answer all of our viewers' questions on actually, you know, how are we going to make some money and get people to come in and work with us, right? Yes, yes. Actually, it is, it is a technique. It is a skill. Uh, one of the things we discovered in the very beginning mm -hmm. when we trained a lot of new hypnotists um, and they were having, they were just struggling. They couldn't figure out how to get clients in the door. They would have beautiful websites, brochures, things like that, and they would be, you know, advertising newspapers and stuff. But when the calls came in, they didn't know what to say. So what would happen is like, you know, basically you're just throwing your marketing dollars down the drain. Yep. And so what I did was I started teaching them what I was doing is basically taking control of the call giving people as much information as possible as what you can do for them. And basically, you, you have to sell them a solution <laughs> to their problems because that's what people are looking for. So if you can't do that, then you might as well just close up shop. Right. And these people are the ones who's going to keep your business going. So it came up with a system of how we talk to people. And I think one of the key things, too, is having a little bit of confidence in what you can do. Right. That's key. Right. So, you know, you said taking control of the call, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's really important because our clients are coming to us because they're really struggling. They want to work with somebody who knows what they're exactly. talking about, mm -hmm. you know? And so when they call and they might be upset, they might even be crying on the phone and, mm -hmm. and upset, right? Yes, yes. And so how do you actually take control of the call? Well, you know, one of the first things that you will find out when you're a new hypnotist is that people will always ask how much and how long because most mm -hmm. people have no clue what hypnosis is. Right. And they will usually, uh, they think that this is similar to counseling or therapy mm -hmm. where you go in for a 50-minute session. So they are going to basically measure and compare your rates to what they normally pay in counseling. Right. So, you know, just quoting a rate alone is not enough because you're not really telling them enough about what you do if all they're doing is price shopping. Right. They don't know. Um, first, our clients don't really know what to ask. Exactly. Right. They call on the phone. It's like, um, I guess, how exactly. many sessions? And, exactly. Right? And exactly. We, we don't want to tell, we don't really want to give them the answer because we can't. Like, unless we know more right. about what's going on with them, it's really not even ethical, in my opinion, to say, oh, it's going to take this many sessions right. until we talk with them and exactly. figure out what the problem exactly. is. Because, you know, it's almost doing them a disservice if mm -hmm. you don't get a chance to tell them what you do, what you have to offer, and the services that you can help them with. 
by just giving them the price. I know there's some school of thoughts out there who think, well, you're just being deceptive if you just give them the price. But the problem is at the same time, you're not doing anyone any good, you nor the client. So if you have the opportunity, I usually just don't tell them the price of the sessions mm -hmm. until I get a chance to find out what kind of issues can I help you with. Yeah. And then once they tell me what issues they want to work with, then I tell them what, what, how many sessions it take, what we do, how we're going to do it, mm -hmm. and I tell them it's an average of five to six sessions. And so then I tell them how long it's going to be and what we will do, basically give them a, just an idea of what the sessions are going to be about. Yep. And when they can expect feeling some relief, and you know, and most people once they hear that, they're so excited. And by the time I even tell them about how much it costs, or what our rates are, they're so excited. It's like, okay, I'm in. Right. right. And if you just give them the price, they might just say thanks and hang up the mm -hmm. phone. You didn't mm -hmm. help the person on that no. call, then, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And most of the time, by the time I tell them how much our rates are, they'll say, "Oh, that's not very much compared to what I pay in psychotherapy or in counseling right. or whatever it is." Mm -hmm. And the beauty about what we do is we don't accept insurance. Yeah. Okay. And most of the people that will call us are the people that have already done all everything else insurance mm -hmm. pays for. And they have suffered enough, and they've had it, and they finally want to get some help and pay out of pocket. And those are going to be your best clients because they're committed to their success yep. when they have the pay out of pocket. And they're coming to us from a place of real suffering. and Exactly. Right, they're not feeling good. They have tried everything else, and they're hopeless, but not entirely hopeless. If they were entirely exactly. hopeless, they wouldn't be calling us. And exactly. Right? And because we do five-path hypnosis, five-path is a five-phase approach. And it's a systematic, and it's a process, mm -hmm. and it works. And it consistently works for everybody uh, that is training five-path, who is using five-path. And so when you have uh, consistent success, that also builds the confidence in the hypnotist and also you're going to get referrals mm -hmm. from from successful clients right and, and that you know so you basically build value for what we have to offer and people will come looking for you and i have people say well how come you are much more expensive than joe down the street yep and I said, we're different because we are good. Yep, we get and results. Yes, yep. we get results when other people don't. Mm -hmm. So you pay more for results. Yep. So, you know. And, and, and with confidence. I can tell how you're saying it right there, right? It's how, oh. it's your delivery, oh, too. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I said, yeah, because we get results. And so, you know, people say, oh, I need to think about it because the other person is only two sessions. So then I said, well, how long have you had this problem? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh. I've had it for years. I've been going for therapy and I've done all this. I said, okay, so do you think two sessions alone is just going to fix everything you've had for 10 years, five years, whatever you want to call it? Yeah. We're not magicians. Mm -hmm. So usually that will, will get them thinking. Yeah, it sounds more reasonable, yeah. right? Exactly. It's more realistic. Exactly. I said, people that tell you they can fix you in one session, I said, you know, I tell you what, give me that money. Yeah. Well, it doesn't build trust, right? Right. So, right. you know, they might be, other uh, folks might be making a promise mm -hmm. just to get that client to work with them, mm -hmm. but it's, they're not building trust with oh, them exactly. because it's, you know, most Exactly. Likely. Any reasonable person would, would look at it and think about it and mm -hmm. think about, you know, what I'm saying and what somebody else is saying. I, I tell them that why what we do works is because we go for the underlying emotion mm -hmm. and the underlying cause of what's driving this behavior. I said, and that's what you want to do, right? Is fix this behavior. 
and there is an underlying emotion that is doing that. And so we get there, we uncover that emotion, and we help neutralize it. I said, most of the hypnotists out there, I, I say they're scriptnotists. They're going to read a script. And our experience is that you can see 10 people who wants to come in for weight loss, and all 10 people are eating for different emotional reasons. Right. So reading a script that says, from now on you're just going to eat salads and chicken without the skin and not deep fried fruit, that goes out the window when those emotions kick in. Yep. And most of the time they say, oh my God, you're right, you're right. I've been on this diet and that diet, I've been this, I've been that. I said, yeah, exactly. I said, if we can address the emotions that's driving it, mm -hmm. then we can take care of the problem. And the problem will be more, it will be more of a permanent fix than just a temporary band-aid on the issue. Yep. So. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you know, having that, I know that um, one of the things that I did when I first started was I actually wrote down mm -hmm. a telephone script and I wrote mm -hmm. it down so that I would know what to say. Now, I don't use that anymore, mm -hmm. but one of the values in writing down what you want to say, whether that's on the phone or whether you're doing an initial consultation with a client, I think there's a lot of good work that can be done just by sitting down and thinking about what do, do you want to say to a client and really considering that so that you feel super confident when you are in front of a client. You don't want it to just, you don't want to have a, answer the phone in an ad hoc way and not really uh, have a process uh, in what you are going to say to your client, right. right? Right, exactly right. This is this is what I always advise new hypnotists. I say, get yourself a script, write it all out. Mm -hmm. Write a script for weight loss. Write a script for anger, self confidence, and then and then use those those scripts in the very beginning until mm -hmm. you get a handle on what you want to say, how to say it, and then when you become more comfortable and know the, the, your work well enough, then you really don't need the script. Yeah. And, and that's how I used to train our receptionist that we had. I'll train them for a couple of weeks and I'll go over the different scenarios. Yep. I will do a role play mm -hmm. on me pretending to be a, a client for this issue and that issue so that they get used to um, answering questions. Because yep. for a five path, especially for people that do multiple sessions, that phone call that comes into your office is not just worth that one session fee. No. They're worth five sessions or six sessions. And all the people they're going to refer to. Exactly, right? exactly. So yep. we have to look at it from the, the big picture, the long-term effect mm -hmm. of what this is going to do for you. Because, you know, it's like some people are going to think, oh, well, it was just one call. No, 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 it wasn't one call. It's five calls worth. At least. Right. And a lot of people, worth, right. you know, they get into this profession and they want to help people and they want to learn hypnosis and hypnosis is fascinating. We get to help people uh, with all sorts of really difficult mm -hmm. things, but they don't put enough time and effort into understanding the role of sales. Um, and, and they kind of shy away from it or they think to themselves, oh, I don't want to sell. And Cal and I did an episode um, recently uh, in the 440-something mm -hmm. on you're not selling hypnosis, right? Exactly. You're selling your client a new version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And this is such an important part of our role as hypnotists. Not only are we doing hypnosis, but we have to love our clients enough to do something that maybe in initially you didn't like, which might be talking to your client about kind of like this sales process. Right, right, right. Well, you know, and some hypnotists or some new hypnotists also have issues with the word sales. Right. Okay? They, they feel very negative about selling. Uh, and I'm like, well, you can call it sales, whatever you want to call it, but it could be just how you present your services. Okay? And then some people are also afraid of making money. Mm -hmm. uh, well, 
I tell you what, if you want to be successful in, in your practice, you want to make some money, then you have to do it business-like way, okay? Right. No matter what label you want to put it. But you know what? If you want to treat this like a hobby, you're not going to make any money because mm -hmm. hobbies, usually you spend money, Yeah. okay? But if you want to make money, then treat it like a business and it will you pay you back. Yeah, and when you're making enough money so that you don't have to have another job, so that you're not worried about paying your mortgage, so that you're not worrying if you can send your kid to soccer camp, when you're making that type of money, you're showing up to session with your clients with a completely different mindset. You're showing up to do absolutely awesome work with that client rather than sitting there worrying about things or tired because you have this second job. So really consider that when you're making enough money to support yourself and your family so that you don't have to worry about anything, you're doing your client a service. Exactly, right? exactly. And that's, that's why people have to think differently, a different mindset. When you used to have a job, you waited for your paycheck every two weeks and you didn't, you didn't really care, it didn't matter where the clients or anybody that you worked with came from because the company provided it. Now you're in business for yourself, you're a business person. Mm -hmm. So you treat it like a business, you think like a business person, but guess what? This business is going to be much more rewarding and fulfilling than anything you've ever done because now you're helping a lot of people out right. there. And it, it just feels so good. It, and you wouldn't even be thinking about uh, retiring. We have a lot of new hypnotists that are in their 70s. They're retired nice. people. And they've all re-energized mm -hmm. because they've now learned a skill that they can help somebody out there. Yeah. And they're not thinking about retiring. Quite, you know, they're making a like, difference. Yeah, exactly. They're exactly. fulfilled. They're doing something. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And mm -hmm. when you do make a lot of money, if mm -hmm. you do, I mean, um, I've taken money for the business and invested it in things to help even more people so the business can grow. And you can do things like write a book, create a video series, pay someone to edit a podcast video, have a center with multiple hypnotists. So just because you're making a lot of money, that doesn't necessarily mean you're taking that money, putting it in your pocket and having, you know, traveling the world and not helping others. Right. Right. right, and and it's not it's not an evil thing to make money because by being able to make the income that you make, mm -hmm. it enables you to help people in in you know in a bigger way than yep. you were able to having that nine to five job, we're living from paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And if people can start thinking that way, mm -hmm. uh, their their whole vision of what they want to do with their practice could could really change if right. they can change the attitude. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with somebody coming into the profession thinking, I'm not doing this for money. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that um, because that shows a servant's heart and that shows that you really care. But you won't be successful as a business owner if you retain and keep that. And that's part of our job as trainers, really. Mm -hmm. um, and Maureen does some really great work on this, is helping people shift that mindset, which is, you know, that's lovely that you feel that way, but it's not going to pay your bills. So let's keep that love for your clients. Let's keep that mm -hmm. um, wanting to help them. We'll keep all of that part mm -hmm. but you need to make money and then you can take that and you know do something else with it right? exactly yeah. exactly because I tell you being able to make a good income really gives you the freedom to do whatever you want with it with who you want to do it with yeah. uh, what charities you want to help whoever you want to help out there but when you're living from paycheck to paycheck and not even enough time for yourself yeah. You know, guess what? You're, you, you're just limited in all ways. This way, you're, you're just very unlimited what you can do.
So, uh, Maureen, you, you take a lot of questions, and, uh, you know, uh, Cal was saying earlier he's trained over 2,000 hypnotists, and, and you answer the phone a lot, not just for potential clients, but for hypnotists, and yes. they have lots of questions. And so I'm just curious about some of the questions that might come up regularly or something that, that, that you would like to share with the viewers um, that would be good for them to know about, maybe some common questions that hypnotists have uh, that you would like to share? Okay, one of the most, the biggest uh, common question and also is a misperception or conception is that we're going to brainwash them and we're going right. to change their mind or, or, you know, basically just with a, you know, a snap of our fingers and we can just do that in one session. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the problem because it's, is this advertised too much that people would do one session wonders and it's really not helping the profession when you have people like that doing this kind right. of work and they're most of them are fly-by-nights and so when you have people calling and you tell them it's an average of five sessions uh, or six sessions they're like oh my god well this is not possible and the other thing is too they are also bargain hunting oh. a lot of people are bargain hunting most of the time and this is why I don't even bother with telling people the price. Oh, that's why we don't advertise. We want to be able to connect with people when they call. Right. You know, your relationship with that client begins with that first phone call. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's how you get to know them. You build rapport. You build trust. Yep. You want them to like you mm -hmm. because by doing that, you know, you're you've got the battle half won before yep. they even come in because they already like you. They trust you. So your session is going to be pretty easy when you start working with them. Yep. Okay. And then the other thing is the reluctance of people to want to do more than one or two sessions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you need to be firm. Okay. If you're a five path person or if you're a person that does multiple sessions, then you need to be firm and, and stand by your policy that, you know, no, I can't see you if you only want to do one or two sessions. And I usually just tell them, it doesn't sound like you're ready to make this commitment. And yep. maybe just take down a number and call me when you're ready. It, no sense in wasting your time and our, you know, your money and our time. Yep. And put it, if you put it that way, a lot of time, you can get them to turn around like right away. Yeah, they'll say, whoa, 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 wait, hey, I can be committed. I, exactly. I want to do it. Because now they know that you're not just trying to sell them something. They know you actually care exactly. and that you're willing to not take their money because mm -hmm. you want complete work with them. Exactly. And, and this is what you have to do. You'll be firm about it and they realize, oh, they're not you know, so eager to just make my money, right. but they're willing to turn me away. And that's human nature. You want to take something away, they want it yep. even more. Okay? And so... Um, that's that's how people are. Yep. Right. And you know, I think there's one other thing that is important to talk about when we're talking about on the phone, because, uh, or even you know, the first time that you meet a client, if they're coming in for an initial consultation, some of them aren't feeling good, and so some of them will exhibit kind of what we might call bad behavior, like they're not, they might not be very nice, or they might kind of be nasty. Um, and guess what? Our clients are coming to us because they need help. They're not coming to us because they feel awesome. And so I want to just address that. You know, we really need to always take that high road with our clients. And so we have to be doing our own inner work so that when a client kind of has maybe a, a fear-based response or says something maybe negative to us, mm -hmm. um, which really has nothing to do with us, it has to do with their own issue, we're not negatively responding to them. Exactly. Well, you know, this is where it's really important to be a good listener. Mm -hmm. Being a good listener when people call you is really, really important. 
I know there's some other, you know, some other practices where all they want to do is book the appointment, book the appointment. They're, they're so pushy from the get-go. They want to book the appointment. They don't really care what you have to say. And I think it's really, this is how you build rapport. You listen to what they, the problem is. Yep. And then you figure out from there. And some can be nasty because they're in a lot of pain. But yep. then, then you can have the real nasty ones because they're just nasty. And those are the people. And so, you know, after answering so many calls, you kind of know which ones you don't want to see. Yeah. Okay. Those are the ones you want to send to your competitor for sure. <laughs> okay. But uh, because the nasty ones are, if they're already nasty on the phone, they'll mm -hmm. be just as bad in person. So why put yourself through that? Especially if you're a new hypnotist, you're trying to build your confidence. You're trying to build your practice. You certainly don't want to get somebody to come in and rock you and say, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Right. Well, this okay. is usually somebody who is not going to be open to suggestion, mm -hmm. who is not going to follow through on any ideas that mm -hmm. you have for them to get mm -hmm. the success that they mm -hmm. want. They're highly resistant and they're upset. And so this is where we can do a really good job in, in the setup and just really helping our clients to understand this is what the process is going to be like. And if exactly. they're totally resistant to all of that, how are you going to help them in session? Exactly. Yeah. And, and you might get some people who are going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. You might get people just to challenge you and the purpose to come in is to show you that hypnosis doesn't work. And so and, and so you need to listen carefully to what right. they have to say. And when I detect somebody like that, I, I you know, I'll just say, you know, I'm sorry, but it doesn't sound like we will be a good fit for right. each other. And some of those folks aren't there because they want to be. They're there because somebody else wants them to be there. <laughs> right? Okay. They're, yeah, like, they're my wife wants me to quit smoking or my exactly. mom wants me to get a yeah. get out of the basement and get a job and they exactly. don't want to, they're and just appeasing that person. Yeah, those right? are the people <laughs> I will insist when they call and well, I'm checking for my husband. I'm checking for my son. Mm -hmm. I'm I said, does your son or your husband really want to do this? Yeah. Said, well, they say they will. I said, okay, would you have them call have me, them please? Call me. Yep. And if I can talk to them, then if they're willing and, and they want to go ahead, then mm -hmm. I'll book them. But I'm not booking the appointments with you. Right. Because, you know, that usually doesn't last very long. If somebody's being drugged in right. or you have parents that want to bring the teenage uh, Yep. older teenage children who are smoking pot and not going to school and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, does he want to quit? Not really. I says, well, that the They're no hoping sense. that it's mind control, <laughs> yeah. right? There's no <laughs> sense in bringing him in, right. yeah. you know? Or sometimes they bring in, bring in the uh, older teens uh, under another pretext, and that can be very uncomfortable. Ooh, that's happened before yes. to me, too. I know what you mean. Yes, when um, a parent lies mm -hmm. to them, mm -hmm. and that's not good at all. No, it's not. The interesting thing is we can still help that person. Mm -hmm. It just might be for a different reason. Mm -hmm. And I think that everything that Maureen is talking about here really is love your client. We really, and what Cal talks about, what Maureen does, the way they run their business, the way they do everything, they actually care. This isn't, you know, they really want you to be successful. You know, Cal's phrase, you know, my success comes from your success. That's a real thing. Uh, and that's a real thing in my, in my practice, too. Like, uh, the way that I run my practice, the way that students train with me is because the other students are getting success, right? Exactly. Yeah. And like Cal always talks about in class, always find something to love about that client yeah, before you start working with them. It's because you can have someone who is, who, who is a criminal or has mm -hmm. some kind of criminal history or something like that. And we cannot prejudge them. Because if you prejudge them, then 
how are you going to help them? Oh, so, yeah. like Carol always says, find something to love about that client. Everyone that walks through the right. door. Exactly. Yeah. Because then you can do your work. Yeah. But if you already have your judgment made, yeah. why even bother, right? Yeah. Find that thing that, that you person. love. Yeah. Exactly. Associate to that. Mm -hmm. Talk from that place. Right. And right. you'll be able to help that client because they're going to feel seen. They're going to feel loved. They're going to feel heard. And then they're going to kind of drop some of their resistance. They're going to want to listen to what you say. Exactly. And they're going to they're going to get their result. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Maureen, so much. This has been so much fun talking yeah, to you. You're welcome. Yeah. It's great to be here. Yeah. We get to see the Cascade Hypnosis Center finally. Yep. It's I know. beautiful. Yeah, it's been a couple of years mm -hmm. or six years, you know. So. Yep. Hi, everybody. I am Erica Flint, and thank you for watching uh, Maureen Banyan and I talk today. You can find me at CascadeHypnosisTraining.com, and I hope to see you in class. And, Maureen, how about you? Well, I'm Maureen Banyan from mm -hmm. the Banyan Hypnosis Center, and I'm usually in the background, but I'm the person you talk to when, if you call our office about classes or sessions. Yep. And, um, and what's your website? Banyan Hypnosis. Oh, CalBanyan.com. CalBanyan.com. Sorry, we have a couple of CalBanyan.com, HypnosisCenter.com. Yeah, got multiple. All, All right, right, everybody. Uh, bye for now. We hope to see you in class. Bye.